Hey, hey, my peeps. Sorry that I haven't been here for a while. I just moved back to Costa Rica, just settling into our Costa Rica home and kind of getting back to that, that kind of schedule. So I am here and here is our episode about kind of the same things and challenges and situations repeating themselves over and over again. Can you relate to that? I know that I could relate to that. So here's the thing, if you have the same kind of type of people showing up in your life, time after time after time, even though you know that this type of relationship doesn't really work in the end, but they just somehow find you, or if you have situations and challenges in your life that repeat themselves, this is the universe's way of kind of serving us the same lesson wrapped in different packages until we actually get the point. So not until you actually see the truth behind these people and why they're showing up, inside of you so there is something within you that is inviting this kind of this kind of person or situation into your life so not until we learn our lesson would these situations and people stop coming into our lives so in ayurveda we see this as a form of samskaras so if you remember in the past, I've talked about samskaras. Samskaras are experiences that we've had either as children because we're like sponges and we remember everything and it stays somewhere in the back of our mind and our subconscious mind or it could even be experiences that we have had in a different lifetime. And so here we are and we have these samskaras, these experiences that now we're here to open up, to un, like detangle, to really understand why we have these samskaras. And my teacher, um, one of my teachers and gurus, Babaji, used to say every time a samskara shows up, first of all, you know it's a samskara because it doesn't feel good. Every time someone is in your life and things don't feel good or a situation happens and you feel really yucky about it, be sure that this has to do with something inside of you that is not sitting well. It's a samskara that you're supposed to figure out and untangle and release. And if you re-engage into the karma of this samskara, be sure that it's going to keep happening. It's going to keep happening and that karma is going to repeat itself again and again and again. I give you an example you don't have a great relationship with your mom or with one of your parents or your aunt or whomever it is. And every time they come to your house, they say something and it just makes you boil or you want to engage in some kind of argument with them or it brings up something inside of you and it irritates you, it aggravates you. This probably has nothing to do with your mom saying, oh, your house is not too clean, or why did you put this there, or why do you always talk to your children this way? It has everything to do with your samskara that you have with your mother. Probably when you were a child, she was really controlling, or she was really criticizing of you, and the first thing that she says now when she walks into your door reminds you of how 
crappy it felt back then when she would criticize you, when she wouldn't accept you as who you are. And so in many different situations, we could have this. And so if you re-engage back into the karma of that, you become irritable every time or you argue with her or you engage in any way, the karma between you and your mother is going to just keep cycling. It's just going to keep repeating itself. Nothing is going to be resolved unless both of you are in therapy or some miraculous thing happens and she wakes up and she's like, oh, I've done these things to you. And which, let me tell you, like almost never it happens. So this is all about you and how you are going to react, how you're going to see your own samskara and now change it for good, right? So if you don't, come back into that recycling of the relationship and re-engage and become irritable and argue with her and tell her how horrible she makes you feel and then she doesn't understand and she points the finger back at you and the cycle keeps going on. That karma remains. So you could be in a karma cycle with her for, for many lifetimes to come until you guys figure out not to engage with each other. Right? So she probably is completing her own karma. You're completing your own. Your focus should be on you. So how can you be in a situation like that without re-engaging? It's very hard, I know. It's so hard. Like, you're not the Buddha. I'm not the Buddha. We, we're just living a normal life. So we can't really be perfect about that. But what we can do is not re-engage. Take a deep breath. Set your boundaries, and the boundary can be, thank you for your opinion, mom, but this is how we do things around here. Or you limit your time so that the person only comes in certain times that you know you can have, you can manage your own family life, your own household, and that they do not um, have the opportunity to irritate you or even when they irritate you you take a breath remove yourself from the room there are so many different tools that you can use not to re-engage back in a situation like that so for us to mentally evolve we really have to do our work in behind the scenes and have a plan for situations like that. Otherwise, we keep re-engaging and, and the same cycle repeats itself and nothing changes. You know that, And that's not good for anybody involved. Whether it is, like I said, a relationship or a job that doesn't fulfill you or a health issue that keeps resurfacing, these are all different classrooms for the same lesson. So what is the lesson? Can you really understand the why behind the things that happen and how you can really understand your samskara and let it go? Because once you do, the universe is going to, I promise you, it's like the universe has this magical way of like supporting you, pushing you towards the right direction only when you have the awareness. Let me tell you, I have lived through war. I have lived through trauma. I've had a hard life and I have been able to heal myself in a way. The healing continues. There's no like, here's the healing pill and we're healed. Healing is a process. 
So I know how it goes with the cycles. So we must first recognize the lesson. So awareness is so, so important. There are so many people walking around with their head under, you know, the ground and not wanting to know. They don't want to know. They don't want to know more than right in front of their face. And that's okay. Maybe they're on a different path. Maybe they're not ready to know. The soul and the spirit is not ready. But if you are ready, it's so important to have awareness and recognize this cycle is not working for me. I don't want to repeat it anymore. I don't want to find the same kind of men that take advantage of me or that are narcissists or whatever else in my life. I don't. I want to break that cycle. So congratulations if you've gotten to that point where you have awareness and you want to break a cycle. Next is you cannot do things on your own. We all need support. We human beings, we're meant to live in tribes. And our ancestors lived in tribes, helped each other out. There was an elder that would everyone would go to for healing, for support. Um, you're not supposed to do this on your own. It's crazy how the Western world tells us that we need to be independent and do things on our own. So find your support system. And I'm not talking about your girlfriends who are drinking wine and they think they know everything. Find your support system, people who are actually doing their own work, people who are in growth mindset, people who are willing to say, I'm sorry, maybe I was wrong that one time, or I am doing my own work, or I have my own shadows, and I understand that. Not people who know it all. They're not going to be giving you the best of advice, right? So find your support. Have your coach. Have your uh, natural medicine doctor. Have your therapist. Have all of these people that can really help you open your mind, open your body, and understand. Drop down into your body and understand the why behind the samskaras. Another good thing that you can do on your own is journal, write it down. Because when we write things down, there's this way of the subconscious mind that it it allows for the subconscious mind to kind of spit it out, to speak the truth. And then meditate on it. Meditating on something means that you go quiet. You stop the thinking mind, the analyzing mind, the critter brain. Stop that. Go for a walk in the forest, breathe, do your pranayamas, clear the mind, bring clarity into the mind so that you can actually have clarity around the situation. And just remember, you can always ask, what is the purpose, universe, what is the purpose of this thing happening to me? Or how can I understand why the cycle is happening to me? So many times I've set the intention, I've asked the question and the universe is just, it's like they're just waiting for you to ask. And so many things become clear. And then talk about it. When there's something happening and you don't like it and it feels yucky, if you push it to the side, I can reassure you that it will either go into your body and become disease. Or it will come out like a monster and another time like an explosive emotion. Talk about it. If you talk about things with the right people, 
the people who are in the growth mindset, the people who are reading books and questioning and curious about themselves, talk to the right people and that energy turns into Shakti. That energy turns into a useful feminine energy that then can help you transform your emotions and your thoughts and therefore your relationships. Do you know how many times I've seen people change? You know, they change the, the health within themselves. I've seen this too many times in my practice. Whether they change the health of their gut or all of a sudden their emotions, they start to understand the why underneath and they open their mind and everyone around them goes, oh my God, you look so different. Did you get some work done or did you lose some weight? When it has nothing to do with, with that. It's actually the quality of their ojas, the quality of their shakti, the quality of their pure self changes because they are suddenly changing their perspective. And so that is how other people can look at you and say, wow, I want that. I want to be like that. So you change others by holding yourself, holding yourself as your higher self, doing the work for yourself without any attachment to the outcome for others. Just put the focus on yourself and the right kind of people will stay. The right kind of people will understand. And even if they don't understand exactly what's happening, They're going to understand that there's something different and they like it. They like the new energy. They like the new flow. And they're going to follow that. As human beings, we mirror each other. Let them mirror you. You can see this in your children. If you feel a certain way, your child's going to mirror that. So I often have to stop myself with my girls if I'm like really frustrated and irritated. They're going to react because they're going to mirror me. And if I'm really relaxed and if I've done my pranayama and my walk on the beach and my yoga and all of a sudden I show up and I'm happy and joyful, they relax. It's incredible. It's like the opposite of what we think that Oh, if I'm like really giving all of myself to these people to the point where I can't walk, then they're going to see how much I do and then they're going to be nice to me and then everything's going to flow. It's not like that. It's the opposite. All right, my dear. So next time you find yourself asking, why is this happening to me again? I want you to take a moment to reflect. The lesson will keep appearing until you learn to respond differently break the cycle, and pave your path towards deeply aligned transformation. We'll keep talking about this. Love you guys.